I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please game responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Beginning hour number two of the Green Zone here on VEASAN. Alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. We got a lot of action to get you all caught up on in a quick potential change of fortunes for the Buffalo Bills. For the particulars on that, let's go back out to Chris Sheehan. And Chris, maybe Bill Belichick, there's a reason why he only threw Mac Jones three times the first time they played. Yeah, because they've still got those two safeties who were, I don't know, it was kind of like 50-50 when they had their press conference and got annoyed at the reporter who asked, like, you know, were they embarrassed by that performance? Some people thought that it was a legit question. Others thought their response was a little bit uh, warranted. But regardless, those two guys can absolutely ball A.J. Klein with a big play making tip, and there was... The interception. Now, the Bills have had drives today of over five minutes, over six minutes. Now they've got short field first and goal right now. And J.C. Jackson for the Patriots going off the field so quickly. This is not looking good for New England at home, trailing by a field goal less than six minutes to go before halftime. All right, it looked like they're going to have a walk-in, but Moss lost his footing at about the one-yard line. So Buffalo's going to have a second and goal now. And, Wes, the one thing that I've noticed from Sean McDermott is, at least in the last couple of weeks as they roll out out here, they have tried to run the football a little bit more mm-hmm. recently, and which I think is smart as you get into January. Yeah, and, and part and parcel of that is because the Bills only have one active tight end, that right. being Dawson Knox this afternoon, and obviously Hurton in the receiving core. So you have to get the running game established, as I believe they're going to have third and goal here. Minus five and a half for the Bills, minus a buck 25, 48 and a half at BetMGM is your total. Okay, we saw uh, the Lions with an interesting drive against the Falcons. Let's go back out to Ian McMillan on the particulars there. And uh, Dan Campbell, Ian, pulling out all the stops. Yeah, he's getting aggressive. Like I said earlier, you have to kind of tip your cap to Dan Campbell. This late in the season on a team that was eliminated from the playoffs like three weeks ago, and he's still trying to 
win these games as, as much as he possibly can. Uh, they had a fourth and one. They decided to try to go for it. Uh, got uh, offside, so they had their backed up. Fourth and six, brought with the punt team, thought the Falcons were going to get the ball back. And then Jack Fox, the punter for the Lions, uh, on a fake punt, threw for the first down. Uh, and they ended up finishing off the drive with a touchdown. So Lions back out in front 10-3, but you're right, Dan Campbell uh, is trying his best to win this game. Falcons are down to two-and-a-half-point live favorites on the live line. Okay, so let's see if the Falcons here, about three-and-a-half minutes to go before the half, uh, down 10-7 in that one. We mentioned the Bills, and right when I applaud them on running the ball, they, they tried two passes from second and goal, and now it's fourth and goal uh, from the one. And again, they're going to just straight Josh Allen and – it's basically a pass from the 10 and it's incomplete. Like I, I again, going for it's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you try three passes from the when, inside yeah, the one yard. Line, yeah. Getting a little cute, Brian I mean, Dable on that play call. And I don't mind going for me it. Either. I actually love the decision there. Be aggressive on the road here in a game that you really need, but you've got a pretty good sized quarterback. Two quarterback sneaks might've done it. And I don't know why teams don't do that. Look, we saw it last Saturday night. It seemed like Tom Brady's the only guy in the NFL that knows how to do quarterback sneaks. But look, Carson Wentz did it uh, on Saturday night last week against the Patriots. So it's like, you know, these plays work if you know how to do them. And the Bills uh, try to roll Josh Allen out. Nobody there. They had like a tackle eligible. There's no of the play action because they don't even put it back in, in, the, in the backfield. So now that line with no score does drop. Bills minus three and a half even money, 44 and a half on the total. Tampa Bay held to a field goal, 240 left to go. That kick is good. Now 13 to six bucks. And a 10 nothing Rams sitting all over the Vikings here. Boy, Mike Zimmer's crew got to get a stop here before halftime. About four and a half minutes to go. We'll keep an eye there, but not looking good right now for the purple people eaters at home. I believe that the breaking news, we have points in the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds impossible. Will Hill, how excited are you to give us an update of a scoring drive? Boy, this has really been something. There's probably been seven or eight. You know, they can chart these turnover-worthy plays where the defense has a chance at interception. There has been so many of these. Giants dropping interceptions, Eagles dropping interceptions. But the Giants did break through with a field goal, but the Eagles look like they're uh, poised to match here. Second and 10. Uh, just outside the red zone. So, man, if you're Philly, you get to, you know, 10, 14 points, you feel like you can win this game, and barring a turnover, because the Giants have just been punchless on offense. So uh, kind of a slow start here for both offenses. Obviously, still 3 nothing uh, Giants with the Eagles about to score. Well, we had you on uh, much earlier in the week on Tuesday on the, uh, on the Lombardi line, and you scared me off of the Eagles, and I'm so glad you did. What's going on with this team? Because this is a, a game they have to win. At 7-7, seven and seven, they want to even think about the postseason. What have you seen so far in the first quarter and a half from the Eagles offensively? Yeah, Giants are just good on defense. You know, if, if Hurts doesn't have the run game, the pass game seems to uh, fall behind. He needs that threat of the run, and everything kind of plays off that. Giants are good against the run, and look, they've kind of, uh, they get worn down in some of these games because the offense just doesn't give them any help. But Giants defense is good. Hurts looks out of sorts. And again, two games in six days here for the Eagles. So tough spot here. Looks like we just had potentially will a big play in Minnesota as the Vikings. It looks like Josh Barr gets a pick of Matt Stafford. Yeah, that was a bad throw by Stafford. Just trying to escape and throw it in the flat there. And Anthony Barr picks it off. So now Minnesota going to be right in the red zone. 10 nothing. They absolutely need to get points uh, just outside the 10 yard line here. You know, again, sometimes you look back at the end of the game and you go, how in the world did this thing flip? We'll see now they get a sack of Kirk Cousins on first down. But it's plays like that where Matt Stafford just ill-advised throwing it in the flat, trying to avoid the Well, sack. that was what cost him. You remember that Sunday night game several yeah. weeks ago against Tennessee where he's kind of getting flipped around and tugged just throws and it up the air. throws it away. And uh, speaking of interceptions, uh, Justin Herbert intercepted by oh. Jonathan Owens down in Houston. Jonathan Owens, uh, not, not now known for his football acumen, but also the fact that he is the boyfriend of one Simone Biles, the greatest oh. gymnast of all time. Must be an interesting Thanksgiving at their household. Let's go back out to Alan Soslowski for more on the Chargers and the Texans, Alan. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I am surprised by seeing what the way that Brandon Staley is calling this game today. Maybe some would say learning. Some would say, oh, now he's reverting. What are you seeing so far in a Chargers team that absolutely thinks they have to win this game? 
The Chargers are trying to channel their inner 1978 and establish the run and keep it nice and balanced, but there's there's no luck. They're getting swarmed. Uh, the, even though Houston is a, a duct tape defense, they are gang tackling. But what I find interesting on the other side, on the Texan side, is that our pregame ticket of Brevin Jordan, the grossly underdrafted rookie in the fifth round. He is uh, he got targeted. He had a nice catch. He was inactive for the first seven games, but he has three touchdowns in the six games that he's been active. And he uh, he is a, was at plus 300 to score an anytime touchdown on BetMGM. Uh, I'm liking that. I'm interested to see if Davis Mills can keep up that high completion percentage and get one for Brevin Jordan. The other player, I think, on the other side is when the Chargers do get the ball back is look for Jared Cook, who is going to be the trusted veteran presence when they get close to the end zone, too. Both of those tight ends uh, could score a touchdown. So if there's some action that left that you want to get in on there, those two of the, the players I think are most likely to score. I'll keep an eye on those two guys, and we're keeping an eye on that Rams and Vikings game. Again, after the turnover, uh, it's going to be fourth, fourth down here for the Vikings. Adam Thielen, it looks like he may be maybe an Who ankle. was activated today. Uh, yeah. Shake it up. Is walking off, it looks like, but, under his own power. But, but in uh, a lot of pain. Yeah, uh, giving out some expletives, <laughs> and rightfully so. He's like, I just got back healthy and got back cleared. So Minnesota going to have to settle for three. It is a fourth and four. Greg Joseph from 23 yards should be good. But Minnesota wanting seven there, and they're going to have to settle for three. All right, so they're going to get potentially points here off that turnover from Matt Stafford. The Bills to get a stop of the Patriots. So, in a nice kick return here, or punt return rather. So, it looks like they're going to have a good field position again after being stopped three times from the one yard line. Again, the Vikings are on the board. So, 10 to 3 now, 12 to 10 with the uh, 12 to 10 Chargers right now leading Houston. Uh, but, Jim Coventry, what's going on down there in Carolina? Uh, is Tom Brady, is he frustrated a little bit with this first half? I mean, they're in the lead. And it's the Panthers, so I don't know if there's really a threat there, Jim. But every time I look, I feel like Brady's picking himself up off the turf. Yeah, they're getting some interior pressure, which we know over the course of time has been a bit of Brady's kryptonite, not that there's a real kryptonite against him. The surprising thing is that the Bucks' offensive line isn't neutralizing them. It seemed like an advantageous matchup for them. But to this point, they're getting that quick pressure. Now, part of the problem is, Bruce Arians has identified this is not a downfield passing game. It's a lot of medium strike, shorter strike game. So, therefore, the defense is creeping up a bit. And unless Bruce Arians takes the restraints off the offense a bit, this could be a maddening game for Brady. Now, they are playing with a 13-6 to lead, and I'd like betters to look at this total at the half for the rest of the game. It's 42-and-a-half because we've seen all year the Patriots, when they have a lead, they are going to run the ball. They're going to put pump the brakes. So expect this game script to, to follow. And this is looking like an under game. It's 19 points now. I think the under at 42 and a half is a big value going forward. Absolutely, Jim. You know what I love that Jim said without even knowing it? Mm -hmm. It's the Patriots. Because it's like, you know, if you say Oakland Raiders or San Diego Chargers, when you put Tom Brady, you just think Patriots. It's just what you think. So Jim's point is well taken. They did that in New England. They do it a little bit in Tampa Bay. So let's see how that and one plays out. And speaking of the Patriots, they went three and out. That's why you go for it down there right. deep, even though you didn't like the result because you do pin them on the one. Now Bill's going to try to take advantage third and eight. Looks like they're going to have a decision here in Another that no decision. Yeah, absolutely right. 10-3 right now. Rams up on the Vikings. Baltimore trying to make some hay down 24-7, though, as they get ready to get to, to two-minute warning there in Cincinnati. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. and this is 20 questions on deadline joining me today is Alison Bree 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness... TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting switch showing you where the money is going on every single game. Sign up today. You also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every ball game for only $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds week number 16 of the NFL and right now the Rams have the third down they get the first down so inside of two minutes there 10 to 3 as they have mm-hmm. a first down about their own 40 yard line there approaching halftime in the ATL 10 10 as Detroit's trying to get points before the end of the half but Frank Hanrahan you look at the Bengals and the Ravens and it looks like, oh, it's all Bengals all the time. But the Ravens actually have shown some spunk with the quarterback who literally just got off the bus from New Jersey. <laughs> but right now, uh, you know, Ravens are in the red zone, but they trail 24-7, two-minute warning. Uh, the Ravens defense secondary we know is banged up, but Joe Burrow is just having a field day, uh, just carving them up. Joe Mixon's got two touchdowns. Boyd, a 68-yard touchdown reception. That was really the backbreaker. It was 10-7 uh, in favor of the uh, Bengals, and they get that big touchdown to put them up by 10, and then Mixon with a touchdown run. So right now it's all Bengals, but Baltimore is knocking at the door. If they can get this touchdown before halftime, you know, the dynamic changes a little bit, and certainly things change with the number. 43-and-a-half, 43 was the total, and they're almost there at halftime. So uh, that's a tough one to swallow for me personally, but <laughs> Ravens uh, plus the seven, that's still a possibility. But right now, you know, again, if they can score before the break, maybe some momentum going into the second half. All right. So we'll see how the rest of this uh, first half plays Baltimore out. Baltimore hasn't been bad offensively, no. and they're going to have a first and five here just under the two minute warning. Need to need to obviously get seven. Josh Johnson going to scramble, going to be about a couple yards short of the goal line. By the way, uh, Cincinnati minus 13.5, 57.5 on the total. But when you look at Cincinnati, 260 total yards, as Frank was talking about, Joe Burrow carving them up. That is 10 yards of play for Cincinnati. We know the Ravens on defense all kind of beat up. Already lost Averitt earlier this afternoon. Absolutely. The Buccaneers have a third and goal. They're right back down there. Carolina had a fourth and one at about their own 30, decided to punt. Uh, that situation uh, might not have worked out very well as Matt Rule's defense trying to get a hold here, but they're going to give up some points, it does look like there. Points have been hard to come by in the Meadowlands, to say the least. But, Will Hill, we had an exciting field goal attempt. Uh, how'd that work out? No good. 3 nothing Giants. Uh, 
Maybe you can bring in Marion Rivera here to get the save. But uh, Eagles are driving again. They had a couple negative plays take them. Uh, not out of field goal range, but the last drive just pushed them back a little to where they missed it. So still 3-0 Giants. Wow, we're down to 27 and a half and 3 and a half on a live flop. I would still only look towards under, but to me that is uh, just cutting it too close. I'm happy with my Giants plus 10. Maybe they can get some offense going, but uh, it's been about as ugly as it looks on the scoreboard. Giants, 2.2 yards a play. Eagles not that much better at 3.9. So, uh, And actually, they just get a big gain there. So now it is up to 5.6. So maybe the Eagles finally getting something as they are going to have a, a possession right here in the red zone. Okay, so touchdown also uh, for the Ravens and a touchdown for the Bills and a touchdown for the Buccaneers. So I just have a feeling that this Panthers play even teased, feels dead. They're going to be down 20 to 6, about a minute to go before halftime there. 12 to 10 right now. Chargers still hanging on against Houston, but that's a, a very spunky effort right now by the Texans. Let's get back out to Christian with that Bills and Patriots in the biggest game of the window uh, in the morning slate here because obviously in the AFC East, this game's got a lot of context to it, but it looks like after the failed goal-to-goal uh, -goal scenario here, they finally punch it in for the Bills. Stefan Diggs, his ninth receiving touchdown of the year as Buffalo punches it in after they're unable to score in their last possession right near the goal line. And in the play prior, Allen missed, uh, airmailed it when he was looking for Diggs in the end zone here. But yeah, Steph Diggs, huge possession for him here. He had a big gain on fourth down early, a couple of plays earlier in the drive. And it was a really good job of Josh Allen quickly going through his progressions, not locking in on Diggs, who was cutting across the middle. He makes the catch, breaks the tackle, and gets them into the red zone there. Um, Buffalo has missed out on a couple of opportunities. New England might be going into the locker room if they're not able to score here, even fortunate that they're down 10, as Buffalo has been the dominant team, especially with possession of the football here. But, yeah, I mean, everybody kind of contributing to for Buffalo, even with the absence of Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley here. It's been Diggs. It's been Singletary, Isaiah McKenzie scoring earlier. So, and the Bills defense, they got set up here as Micah Hyde got the interception earlier on the A.J. Klein, uh, Klein tip of Mac Jones. So, 17-7 Buffalo as New England looking to make this a one-score game at least before the half. Okay, 17-7 there. Let's see if the, the hoodie can get anything done before halftime. We've been watching that Rams and Vikings game. It's second and 10, 20 seconds to go before halftime here for Matt Stafford and company. Uh, they're going to be facing a third and 10 now, 19 seconds to go there, 10-3 in a game you feel like, boy, the Vikings have really been kind of down and out, but yet mm -hmm. still only down one score as it stands right now. Yeah, Rams minus 10.5, 39.5, the current number at BetMGM as it's going to be third and 10 from about the 13-yard line. Okay, let's go back out to Jim Coventry. He's got the Buccaneers and the Panthers. And Jim, maybe now, as exactly what you said, maybe the second half, we'll see if they take the uh, the gloves off a little bit and kind of pad some things here for the Buccaneers because it looks like they're starting to coast down there in the Carolinas. But they're getting the production from the oddest sources. Early, we knew Keyshawn Vaughn, that 55-yard touchdown run, and that was like one of his only touches or snaps of the half. And then Cyril Grayson, right after a punt that pins the Bucks back near their 20, he does a double move, out-and-up pattern, 67-yard completion, gets him deep in the red zone, couple plays later, Brady finds Cam Brate for the touchdown. Now with the extra point, there was a penalty on the defense, and so they moved him to the one-yard line. So the Bucs decided to go for it, but Tom Brady's pass wasn't close to anybody. But overall, we had mentioned that first half over, 13 and a half, we love that. And Brady getting the ball in the last two minutes, made sure that cashed 19 to 6. And overall, the one star who's been consistent has been Antonio Brown. He's getting the majority of Brady's targets. He's over 65 yards, um, really off to a dominant start. We haven't seen Grok. Grok has not been a part of the passing game at all here. Yeah, it's interesting, Jim, because it's something I, I made a point of this with uh, Jeff Pauls last night uh, here on VEASAN. You know, Tom Brady just figures out a way. So now mm -hmm. he's going to use Cameron Brady to Jim's point. He's just going to use whatever is available to him. doesn't matter if they're stars. doesn't matter. He just figures out a way to do it, and right now they're doing it and doing it well. Yeah. And, quote LL Cool J. And I will say, uh, very nice, and, and I will say, uh, <laughs> by the way, Tampa Bay minus 15 and a half, 50, or 45 and a half, rather, 
at BetMGM. Carolina is moving the ball, 7.2 per play, but they're moving it because Sam Darnold, 3 of 3 for 73 yards, had that big chunk play that only led to 3, but... You you've got I think you gotta go with Sam right right now because he's your only chance, I think, to stay in this game. Totally agree. Rams, by the way, were held to a field goal, so thirteen to three there, eleven seconds ago before halftime. I don't imagine the Vikings will get that frisky going in. Right now, let's go back out to Ian McMillan. Halftime in the ATL Ian. Yeah, first game here on the slate to reach halftime. Uh, the Falcons did get uh, kick a field goal late. In the first half there to tie the game up at 10 live line right now bet mgm is the falcons are down to a three and a half point favorite i'm not going to make any halftime bets but if i didn't have any pre-game bets i'd probably honestly look to the lines getting three and a half points here uh they actually have been the more effective offense 5.2 yards per play compared to the falcons of 4.5 and shout out tim boyle i mean a lot of people did not expect anything from him but he's having a very efficient game 12 for 18 92 yards and a touchdown and even more importantly, no interception. So 10-10 at half, Falcons still a, a small favorite, but uh, I don't know, guys. I, I, I The game flow is kind of uh, going in the Lions' favor. Yeah, nothing for me here either. I'm with Ian's assessment, though, in terms of if you had to take the points with the Lions because they, they look quite, frankly, better than Atlanta right now in they the do. first half. All right, so even with a backup quarterback right now, 10-10, Detroit giving the ATL all they can handle. I mentioned Minnesota. Probably wouldn't get too frisky. They just tried one play uh, to Justin Jefferson that uh, came up incomplete. So they've got a couple ticks before halftime there. Third and 10 for New England. Here's the dicey part now for the Patriots. If they don't get anything here, the Bills still have plenty of time, and it looks like they're going to get them off the field. Yeah, so. and Mac Jones took a little shot there, so Bill's going to put them three and out. Bills, by the way, do have a timeout left. They're going to get the punt, but... The drive may continue because we have laundry on the field. I don't know if that was roughing the passer. In fact, it is. Like I said, Mac Jones took a shot. Referee said it was after the ball was thrown. So New England going to get a reprieve here late in the first half that they desperately would need. And it looks like he got a little helmet to helmet there. Tough play. It's called football, but uh, they are going to call that on. Again, that's a huge play because 17-7 Buffalo would be getting the football back. Instead, that drive continues for the Patriots. By the way, the Jets are deep inside Jacksonville territory. It was New York minus one in the first half number against the Jags. Sweat zone time for the Jets fans there. Uh, Minutes ago there, Zach Wilson, they've got a first and goal. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. For a play card, debit, MasterCard, and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FDIC. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Green Zone right here on Beeson and Mets and the Jets. If you're right before break, maybe a sweat. Fourth and goal, Zach Wilson. Kick, kick, kick the field goal. I'm laying a point in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went for it. Yeah, that was the closer at BetMGM, by the way, a point. So it is going to be 13 to 12 at the half. Once we get prices, we'll get you updated on that. But uh, game's starting to go to halftime, including down in Houston. And our game that, that you and I are keeping watch on, the Rams with a 13-3 lead right now on the Vikings. Mm-hmm. What, anything you might like second half here? Vikings hanging in, but boy, that was an ugly first yeah, half. Yeah, 23 and a half is the second half total. And just kind of looking at the numbers here and seeing what these teams are doing offensively. Rams, 200 yards, 500 or 5.1 per play, 125 for Minnesota at 4.5. We know Dalvin Cook not going. Minnesota not running the ball badly, 11 for 43 yards, but need a little bit more. Uh, Looking at this 23 and a half on the total, uh, I'd lean to the over here, okay. and that's what I might go with. By the way, at BetMGM, Minnesota minus a half even money. I don't want to necessarily touch the side. I do think we might see some points in the second half, though, but the Rams are beat up on the offensive line. Keep that in mind. Three starters out. Alan Soslowski has been seeing a lot of points today so far in the first half between the Chargers and the Texans. I believe they've gone to halftime there. Uh, deep in the heart of Texas, Allen. So what would you make of that first half, and what do you expect to see in the second? 
Yeah, this was a bit a little bit of a sneaky shootout, right? So far, I mean, the Texans, it, we saw the, the line go from nine and a hook down to seven and a hook, now four and a hook at three and a half. You know, I mean, th this is a Texans type of game, and I had that kind of vibe. Davis Mills is connected with seven different pass catchers, including that mega bomb, that mega throbber to Chris Connolly. I'm, I'm loving this game, man. When, when you have these scrubs that – that are doing damage. It just makes it that much more fun when you have a ticket. Davis Mills also connected with a nice uh, pass to Philip Dorsett. You remember Philip Dorsett, the former first-round pick, mm -hmm. the oh, speedster? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, this is the type of game that Chargers are going to charge her. Now, of course, they're going to mount a comeback, but I still like the Texans. Uh, with the points, you're going to get three and a half if you take it now. Uh, the Chargers are playing their B-minus game right now. Uh, it, it might be the missing part might be Austin Eckler. He could be that Jenga piece that's toppling this whole building. Yeah, exactly right. So let's see without Austin Eckler today if they can uh, figure out a way to, to pull yeah. this out. Because, again, it's a game they have to win if they want to the make the And the Chargers also don't have Mike Williams either. Right now the leading receiver is Justin Jackson right. out of the backfield. So right now uh, 24 on the total at BetMGM. There are some 24 and a halves out there. Uh, small lean for me to the under in the second half, but this looks like this could get crazy and wild and wooly, so I think I'm going to pass. It's been kind of crazy wild and wooly in the Meadowlands between the Jags and the Jets. Arthur Arkers has been watching a very interesting game, to say the least. And, Arthur, I mentioned, boy, if you have the Jets at some spots here, minus a point, point and a half in the first half, you think, you just just kick it, Arthur. But they, they didn't do that. They do get the ball coming out of the half. And these two coaches, uh, obviously, two interim guys today. Remember Robert Sala out on the COVID list. They're coaching like they got nothing to lose on a team, uh, two teams with five combined wins. So I don't fault them for going for it there. Uh, take one look at the scoring summary of this game, and you'll get a, a taste of the uniqueness. You've got a, an offensive lineman falling on a fumble in the end zone, Will Richardson. You've got a 103-yard kick return from Braxton Berrios. And Zach Wilson, we talked about his really nifty 52-yard scramble, has another 17-yard scramble in this game to be the game's leading rusher with 69 yards. So that's pretty nice. Um, as far as betting angles, though, guys, is the, the weirdness I just described, I don't know. I, personally, I have a bad beat, and it doesn't matter. I'm more worried about James Robinson, who suffered a ruptured Achilles on a mm -hmm. non-contact mm -hmm. injury. I had his over-receiving yards. Obviously, that's uh, not nearly as important. I feel terrible for that young man, but... The game's a little too weird for me to want to get into at this point. I'm not sure what you guys feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down, Arthur. It's been very uh, hard to gauge that first half. But, you know, Jacksonville, you, you give up that big kickoff return for a touchdown, right? Mm -hmm. And yet you're only down one. And normally you kind of get, you don't want to call them fluky plays, but you give up special teams or, or pick six. You're still hanging in there. Maybe you might lean to the Jags in the second half, Wes? Yeah, I might. I, I already have them on a teaser okay. up up to eight. So sitting okay, at least at the moment. And I did take the over on the game. Second half total is going to be 21 and a half. So 46 and a half adjusted. Look, when I think you have two bad teams, that's my happy action fun time. Week go. 16, you got two and 12 against three and 11 here. And... I don't know if I'd necessarily want to go with the under, albeit Jacksonville, as Arthur mentioned, James Robinson out. So not really running the ball very, very well. 19 carries for 61 yards. That's only 3.2 per carry. So both teams, you know, moving the ball okay. But this has been kind of one of those wacky games with these two bad teams. So I'm just going to leave it alone. All right, probably good advice right there just to see what you had pre-flop. Let's get back out to Christian. They are at halftime between the Bills and the Patriots. And again, Depending, I guess, your perspective, Chris, this could be better or worse if you're a Bills backer. But I, I feel like 10-point lead's good, but maybe could have been even bigger. Yeah, certainly could have been. Blew a couple of opportunities near the goal line. Luckily for them, they were able to limit the Patriots at the end of the first half. Not necessarily so much defensively, rather letting New England beat themselves on a series of penalties after what should have been a penalty on Hughes Jr., who, as Mac Jones was going to the outside, this was about two minutes left to go in the second quarter with New England trailing 17-7. Mac Jones goes to the sideline. Hughes Jr. touches him out of bounds, seems to grab him, try to hold him up from falling. They call it initially a roughing penalty, pick it up. That gets Trent Brown all worked up. He starts hollering. Referees call a flag on him for wow. unsportsmanlike conduct. So, yeah, 30-yard swing there. 
Patriots basically just decided, well, they, they still were throwing it. They just couldn't get any completions. But on the other side, Josh Allen getting it done 16 to 25, 144, two touchdown passes for him. One to Steph Diggs, one to Isaiah McKenzie. So even without Gabriel Davis, Cole Beasley, these guys stepping up for a Buffalo team, getting the ball in the third quarter to start the second half here. So New England, Mac Jones, haven't looked all that great offensively outside of one drive where they were pounding Damian Harris and running him with some options. So, yeah, halftime in Foxborough. Buffalo with a double-digit lead, 17-7. to Yeah, Harris, by the way, did come back. Stevenson uh, missing due to COVID-19 in that Patriots backfield. Mm-hmm. So, second half currently at BetMGM, you're seeing the Patriots minus 2.5. So, essentially adjusted 7.5 Bills favorite for the you know, to uh, to Chris's point here, I'll go back to 1994 NFC title game. Michael Irvin gets uh, pass interfered against by Deion Sanders playing for the Niners. No call on the play. Should have been a call, right? Well, the, Barry Switzer's so mad, he runs on the field. They get him for a 15-yard penalty. So that's Chris's point. You miss one, potentially. Mm-hmm. You pick it up, and that makes your team go nuts, and then you get the penalty and it changes the whole If you're question. looking for consistency and officiating in this league, you're going to be looking for a long time. Not that I'm still bitter about that play from 1994. Let's get back out to Jim Coventry very quickly for the Buccaneers and the Panthers. They are at the half. Jim, just tell, do me a favor. Can you just call Matt Rule and say, just play Sam Darnold? I don't care what happens. Just play him and see what happens in the second half. You know, although you're right, this may not be the point you want to bring him in. With the Bucks up 13, you can be certain that Todd Bowles is going to dial up more blitz pressure than ever when Carolina has to be one-dimensional. And obviously, Christian McCaffrey's long gone for the season. That is going to be a recipe for disaster, regardless of which quarterback is under center. So unfortunately, I see it as a difficult circumstance for Carolina to put any points up in the second half. Yeah, okay, that's that's a thing. Maybe that second yeah, half under and, and Well, and we're seeing it getting bet yeah. to 20, 20 and a half, I believe, at 20 now at BetMGM. So under is seeing some support, and I don't disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, it seems like the smart move there. I'm just hoping somehow the Panthers can stay in my teaser number. We'll see if that's a possibility right now. Minus by four, by the way, Tampa Bay for the second half, so adjusted 17. Which is right where I got my preflop number. I had 11 earlier in, in the week, so got it to 17. Mm-hmm. That's very much in jeopardy right now. In the third quarter uh, right now in Houston, and it looks like the Texans get an early stop uh, against the Chargers there with the, them still Re- leading that Rex game. Rex Burkhead is running all what? over these Chargers. 12 carries for 78 yards and a touchdown. Hasn't really been healthy all year. Houston, not really healthy at all. And plus, they have a bunch of guys out with COVID-19. But uh, this would not be a good look for the Chargers no. here. Eight and six. This is a game you need. And, uh, you know, to the point we were talking about with Alan Soslowski, who's watching this game for us. Houston plus the seven and a half. I know everybody kind of wants to chase when the big favorite is down, but boy, this looks like the Chargers are going to have to pull this out by the you know yeah. skin of their teeth here. They're, I don't know if they're going to go away. Davis Mills is dropping dimes here. 12 of 14, 150 and a touchdown. Yeah, already. and I, I think that uh, he's been better if people really haven't been paying attention and mm-hmm. probably by uh, probably most people have not, but he actually has been put, playing, playing pretty well. Atlanta right now has the ball, is still tied up at 10. In the third quarter there, a 31-14 Bengals all over the Ravens right now. That game is at halftime The Ravens well. actually did have an interception, but it got called pass interference. Cincinnati gets a touchdown late. Oh, boy. So that one's getting ugly for the guys in purple. Remember, they were 8-3. and three. They could fall to 8-7 and seven if they can't turn this around in the second half today. Second half has begun in Minnesota. We'll give you the score changes and, of course, the line changes on the green zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like 
choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money on way during any pro football game. If any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issues is non-withdrawable free bets where site credit. Free bets expire in seven days with issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN. Matt Stafford threw a pick against the Vikings, but that Ram defense is holding, and 4th and 11 for the Vikings at about midfield, still down 13-3. to They're going to punt the football right back to the Rams. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So Minnesota cannot take advantage of that. They've just looked really lost Boy, offensively. And no doubt Rams, still- you know, went in this with their good defense because the offensive line obviously very much banged up in yeah, no question about that. Carolina has the ball first against uh, Tampa Bay, down 19-6 uh, in the third quarter there. Let's go back out to Frank Hanrahan. Halftime in the natty. And look, you know, early on, Frank, you kind of felt like, all right, the Ravens, if you told me they had, what, 14 points at halftime, I'd say, okay, you got something out of Josh Johnson. You didn't expect the D to give up 31. 31. Now, I know they gave up 41, you know, when they played each other back in Baltimore several weeks ago. Ravens secondary banged up. Their defense uh, has not come to play, even though uh, they're banged up. No excuses. They gave up 31 points. Uh, the Bengals guys scored on every possession um, in that first half. That's why they got 31. Uh, Burrow, I think he's got two incomplete passes, almost 300 yards in the first half. I took the total uh, <laughs> under 43, so that baby's already uh, already gone. So second half, I think the total is like 22 and a half, uh, basically a pick em. I, I like the Bengals here in the second half. I, the Ravens, you know, Josh Johnson, give him credit. He's looked pretty decent on a couple drives. Got a couple touchdowns there for the Ravens. But other than that, defensively, they they just can't do anything. Uh, so I, I, I still like the Bengals in the second half. Uh, and um, my, my total's done. So I'm a little little, little ticked off right now. But, hey, that's <laughs> that's why you play the game, right? It's, it's but, better uh, to have, I don't a think the Ravens have a quick death. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Wes. It's it's just easy to take that sword of Damocles and just yeah, go Yeah, because you can in. always move on. It's like there's other games on the card. We can always get it back if we choose to. By the way, and Frank mentioned 22 and a half. There are some 23s out there. I'd actually be looking at the under here. I know when you look at these numbers, wow. Joe Burrow, 290 passing yards in the first half. 
10.1 yards a play, but I think you're going to see a lot more running from Cincinnati here in the second Try to get half. out of Dodge. Yeah, and, you know, that's going to force a, a, a third-string quarterback in Josh Johnson, who's played okay, to bring you back from 17. So uh, 31-14 has gone over the full game total, but usually when that happens, I'm more gravitating toward the under in the second half. Frank, what do you think of that the strategy there? Because my VCU education says, well, you got 45 here in the first half. Are we going to get three touchdowns plus in the second half? I don't think so. I, I like I like uh, I like the under call in the second half at twenty two and a half because uh, to your point, you know, you, you want to eat clock. You don't want to give the Ravens any sort of shot here. So I'm leaning towards that under. And I, I again, I, I think Cincinnati just is looking too good. They look confident. Ravens look just sort of dumbfounded uh, defensively. So keep that ball away from Josh Johnson trying to make some magic happen. Yeah, I like that second half under, and I like the Bengals uh, in the second half as well. Okay, and you've also got an offensive line. That look, Joe Burrow, we see him take a lick and keep on ticking. He does get some hits. I don't think that they want to do that now that the Bengals look like they're about to go to 9-6. and six. Mm-hmm. Obviously, still 30 minutes left to play. But you don't want to have him get hurt on a play Dude. when it's a blowout here. So you might see Zach Taylor go a little bit, have a little bit more discretion in the second half. And Burrow's just trying to get healthy, to your point, Wes. He's been banged up a lot so far this season. Let's get back out to Will Hill. Uh, Will, I believe this game started Christmas Day. It might be over by New Year's. Really a snail's pace you got. It's just a barn burner in the Meadowlands. Good news is I'm still awake. Uh, I'm still <laughs> awake. Got some of these other games to keep an eye on. We're just getting back from half 3-3. Man, that, that total is pretty low. With how dangerous these teams have been with the ball, I might actually look for an over just because you might get some pick sixes or some turnovers. And if the Giants were to ever fall behind seven and they got to force the issue throwing the ball, that could get ugly here with Jake from State Farm with the khaki pants. So. Uh, I'm sitting on my Giants plus 10. I think I'm okay with that. It's been about as ugly as it looks, though. Well, are you old enough to remember another 17 in New York? there? Because it looks like Dave Brown playing quarterback for the Giants today. Duke, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember Dave Brown. Right, of course. Yeah, and about the same yeah. scores when it Dave does Brown does look played. a lot like him. Yeah, it's 3-3. Three, three. That's what. That the, might be Dave Brown. I haven't confirmed anything. That could be Dave Brown. By the way, we have a sudden change in Minnesota. Look, I get it. Matt Stafford. You know, hey, what an upgrade. Let's give mm-hmm. away three number ones. I look up and sometimes at these some of these key spots, Wes, and I go, what's he doing? Just turned it over. I believe that's the third pick yeah. of Matt Stafford. And now, first and goal for Minnesota, a team that's been dead all day, mm-hmm. down 13 They got life now because they got it deep in now Rams territory. And, look, I was asked about the Rams in a couple radio interviews I do throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, they were my pick. They were my bet to win the Super Bowl over the summer. My pick to at least get out of the NFC as well. And this is a team that always leaves you wanting something more because you look at the individual pieces. It's like, that looks like it's a Super Bowl team. A lot of talent, dominant defenders, a quarterback, finally with some help and some assistance here. And, you know, they always leave you wanting something more. And there's Alexander Madison into the end zone in relief of Dalvin Cook. So now... One score game, a dead Minnesota team also has some life. And Minnesota, seven and seven, you know, you're kind of really up against it here. This is a game you got to find a way to win. And look, Minnesota, we're not going to confuse confuse them, obviously, for, say, the Buffalo Bills and the, their prospects in the AFC. But what I like there is that they got a backup running back. They're going up against three Hall of Famers and Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller and, and uh, Aaron Donald. And they said, you know, we're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. We're going to see at some point, you got to be able to run the football. I know that's a lost art sometimes with some of these teams in the NFL, but you got to get those tough yards. And that's what uh, Alexander Madison just got. They're going to review it, but it's going to be a touchdown 13 and nine PAT pending Vikings back in that game. Okay. Let's get back out right now to Arthur Arkish second half of the Jags and jets and Arthur, what do you expect there? And again, tightly contested one point game at halftime. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be quite as uh drunk for lack of a better word than the first half probably a little bit more what you'd expect from two pretty bad teams it started out with the Jets uh taking a nice clock consuming drive uh took about five minutes off the clock and ended up with a field goal to grow their lead to four points so we'll see Trevor Lawrence's numbers don't look very good he hasn't been that bad though remember both of these young quarterbacks playing without basically anyone uh in their receiving core so we'll see what he's going to do in response but uh, as I mentioned 16 to 12 little under 10 minutes here in the third quarter Okay, uh, the Bills have a first down inside the 25 of New England on their first drive. PAT was good for the Vikings, so 13-10 to there. 
and a sudden change in the mm-hmm. Meadowlands. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to dump on Jake Fromm, who did just throw an interception here. Jake Fromm is 5 of 16 for 18 yards, oh, by boy. the way, today. Wait, wait, wait. But Say that again. 5 for 16 for 18 yards. Okay, we're in the third quarter. But, but look, the offensive line situation in New York, not it wasn't good all year for Daniel Jones. Nope. It's not good today. It's a position unit that needs to be rebuilt. Now the Eagles are going to have, I believe, first and goal here. 13.56, and that was to Will's point. This second half total went down as low as like 18, 18 and a half. I think it opened 20. So all the money we mentioned came on the under. But to Will's point, this is what you get. You get defensive turnovers in, in bad spots, or you get pick sixes, fumble returns special teams miscues and now the Eagles are trying to get in business here a minute and a half left to go or a minute and a half rather into the second half and by the way for the Eagles Miles Sanders and injury not going to return for today okay uh, Jets got a field goal 16 to 12 right now over the Jaguars but again two and a half is that pre-flop number there for the Jaguars so that game uh, very much in the balance there Uh, Buccaneers moving it right now uh, 19 to 6 lead right now against Carolina and it looks like the Buffalo Bills Wide open, Josh Allen missed his target. I mean, that's mm-hmm. his wide open green grass for Josh Allen. Look, Josh Allen, when he came in the league, had accuracy problems. We've seen a little bit of that today. That's one he wants to have back. Yeah, just Ooh. a little bit out of the reach of Kumaro, who's obviously having to play more reps today with Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis both out for the Bills. Okay, uh, so we'll keep an eye there, see if they can get points on this drive. And again, you mentioned the Eagles right now, third and goal uh, against the Giants as they try to capitalize on that big turnover. And the Buccaneers have a first and goal right now. And I have a feeling my teaser play with Carolina is going to die a quick death at this point. Baltimore, by the way, has got a third and super long uh, as they try to stay alive here on their first drive. And they're going to have to punt the football away fourth and long there. And it looks like a penalty maybe on New England. They've got a first down here or a completed pass, rather, from Josh Allen. So we're seeing the Buccaneers pull away. We're seeing the Buffalo Bills potentially pull away. Chargers get a field goal 17-15 in a game that they just have to figure out a way to win. And we'll have a touchdown that Will Hill can tell us about on the other side in Philadelphia. Oh, Will's going to be so excited. Cannot (laughs) wait to get that update and see how those numbers change. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.